this past week, while preparing the readings, I was struck by something that we read about in, in the psalm today, which we repeated. Blessed the people the Lord has chosen to be his own. I was thinking of when I was a child. I think many of us were children years ago. I don't think anyone jumped over childhood when they were kids. And we used to play sports. I remember going to the community center or local YMCA. And before the game was played, you had to pick the teams. And everyone would line up, backs against the wall or on the line, and was the two captains had to choose the teams. You were always hoping to get chosen. Today in the psalm, we're reminded that God has chosen us. God has chosen us. Each and every one of us is chosen by God. God has called us into being. He's currently loving us into existence. And if we are here, it's because God has chosen us. Through our baptism, we enter into God's family. Our parents and godparents made that decision for us. But our life no longer belongs to ourselves, but belongs to God. We are chosen. There's this new television series out. I'm sure most of you guys have heard it called The Chosen. The show reveals and shows how God through Jesus Christ, chose his first followers. Andrew, Peter, John, Nicodemus, Mary Magdalene. And we are the continuity of God's chosen people here today. God has chosen us to be his own. He's chosen us to, to receive his divine life, to receive his forgiveness, his mercy, and his salvation. I think we ought to come to Mass every Sunday praying for this awareness, not just trying to fulfill an obligation, but come to Mass to discover the truth of who we are as His beloved sons and daughters. And He has given us salvation. He has given us divine life. And He's inviting us every day to live in a familiar relationship with Him, an intimate relationship with Him. In the second reading today, we're invited to remember a really important figure in the Old Testament, the father of faith, Abraham. It is through Abraham that God chose to restore this relationship of familiarity and intimacy with himself. We know from the very first page of the Bible that our forefathers failed to love God. And division, sin, suffering, and death all came into the world. But the church today wants to remind us that these things will never have the definitive and last word on our life. God will continuously take the initiative. Just like he called Abraham, he desires to call each and every one of us. And just like Abraham, we have to respond. We have to respond. We are the only creature with freedom. True freedom. And true freedom is fully revealed and actualized in responding to God's initiative to our lives, to his love. And Abraham is a paradigmatic figure of all believers. Each and every one of us has to respond to God's voice, respond to his initiative. And oftentimes, 
almost always, we have to leave our comfort zone to follow him. Abraham was asked to leave his hometown to follow, to leave everything behind. And Abraham trusted in this call. As Christians, we need to trust in God, have confidence that our God is a loving Father and He's leading us, leading us to more true, beautiful, and fertile lives in God with the awareness that we are His chosen children. Prior to the gospel today as well, we heard something very important. It says, stay awake and be ready. I know I'm getting a little long. It's hard to stay awake. But this is the right position we have to live in before God. Be awake. Be ready. Our God is not a God who just stays up in the clouds. But as we read in the gospel, he's continuously desiring to come towards us. Call us by name. We have a dynamic God who calls us by name, wants to speak to us often through very subtle signs. It could be the smile of a friend, a warm caress by a loved one. I remember these past few months here just hanging out with my nephew and my niece, how God has chosen them to reveal to me his closeness to my life. God speaks to us, wants to call us by name, wants to arrive at our hearts and we have to be awake and be vigilant and to respond to his call. At the beginning of this gospel as well, we read a beautiful phrase. It says, for where your treasure is, there will also be your heart. As we continue this celebration today, let us ask ourselves, what do we treasure most? Where do we spend our time? Where are we seeking our happiness? And let's take this invitation seriously by the church today to really ask for Christ to become a really important treasure in our lives. Let us take some time every day to pray. Let us take some time to meet Christ in our spouses, in our children, in our friends. Let us take time to find Christ in moments of prayer. Let us take time to find Christ in the beauty of, of this area where we live in the world. And let us ask God for the grace to see his, his hand at work in our lives. We are his chosen people. Let us never forget this. Let us pray for the grace to be vigilant, to be ready to respond to his initiative in our life. Amen.